The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit sunsetcountry.com <laughs> This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, you know, what a week we had. A cool, warm, cold, little bit of rain. little bit, You know, leaves all fell off the trees. You know what? It's fall and winter. And we got to remember that. We're going to have some fun with it, though, okay? But let's talk about today's show. I'm, I'm liking what I'm gonna, we're going to do today. On this week's show, we're going to have on first Tim Mondo from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. Comes on every first Saturday of the month, and he comes in and he talks about all the programs that are available for you, your family, you and your buddies, you and your sweetie, you and the kids, the kids themselves, whatever. <laughs> but he talks about all the great programs that are available in the Forest Preserve District of Cook County for the month of November. Then, Bobby Bergen, he's an extremely good Lake Michigan smallmouth angler. You've seen articles in Midwest Outdoors. He's been on television. Uh, I've seen uh, him things written about him in several magazines and newspapers. He is a smallmouth guru, and he's going to tell us his plans on how to catch those fall monstrous smallies. He's got it in his mind. He's going to catch the next state record smallmouth for Illinois, and you know what? I believe he's going to do it, and he's going to tell us how he does it this time of the year all on Lake Michigan with the Chicago as the background. Can't go wrong with that. We'll then have in our last segment of the show the Aiden Fishing Report and other outdoor information as always. So we've got a lot of things going on, but you know what? Oh my goodness, someone just got in on the phone line. Who is this? It's Mr. Crowley. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, my friend. How are you? Hey, did I hear you're going to be in Chicago? You oh. did, or as close as I as close as I can. I'm going to be at the Riverside Fishing Club uh, Thursday, That's Veterans right. Day, November 11th. So I'm excited. Uh, first seminar in probably two years, so I am ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. It's in country. It's I think that's country. No, it's it's right on the edge of countryside, between countryside and Lagrange. But I mean, it's really easy. It's on Lagrange Road. But what are you going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about finesse tactics for smallmouth. You know, we fished a lot of smallmouth this past year. It's my favorite fish to fish for anyway. But I'm going to cover some tactics and 
show some tactics that we use this uh, this past year that were very very successful. I'm really pretty excited about it. We're going to go over some rods that I made specifically for smallmouth and and some of the lures and and take a bunch of questions. And I have a lot of good giveaways that I'm going to bring to the club as well. That's cool. That's that's cool. We're going to have a lot of fun there. And I'm going to make sure I'm sitting in the back row so I can harass you from the back row. Uh- <laughs> oh, look, it's like old times. I love it. Oh God. And we had some we had some great times when we did that, uh, but and that's going to be so cool because you're going to be talking about you know finesse fishing to get these get the anglers a little bit more educated on how to use it, how to work it, and how to catch more fish, yep. right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're going to be you know the the hot the couple of the hot techniques the last couple of years have been Ned rigging, obviously, and drop shot, and I'm also going to throw some stuff in there about smaller jerk baits as well as hair jigs, and really go over almost not really a multi-species approach, but hair jigs work so well for walleye and smallmouth as well. But I'm really going to rely heavily on, on the smallmouth stuff, but some of these stuff that, that I'm going to be showing you can use for walleye fishing as well. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Smallmouth are, are my favorite fish to catch no matter where I go. And so I'm looking forward to getting back to Riverside Club. It's a fantastic place to be, especially on Veterans Day. It's, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And the, their meeting starts at uh, 645, so be there by 630. And uh, there is a small, you know, fee uh, if you're not a member. And, I mean, it's just a couple of bucks. Don't worry about it. And uh, you can have some fun. They usually have some munchies or there's coffee. And, and right next door is the, of course, since we're at the, uh, <clears throat> you know, Legion, that there's a, a place where you can buy a cold drink, if you get my wink, you know. <laughs> yeah, last last year I had to leave before they started buying me too many or I wouldn't have been legal to drive home. So I had to say no. Which is cool, which is cool. And once again, this is uh, such a lot of fun. And with Jim coming there, it'll be good. And like I said, I'll be in the back row having some fun with Jim too. And I'm looking forward to that. And once again, what are you going to be covering? Finesse fishing? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be smallmouth tactics, but I'm going to rely on, on some light line stuff between six and eight pound tests. Uh, that we really had to use in some clear water this past year. And so I'm going to get a little bit more detailed, you know, as, as I usually do, uh, in explaining what uh, hopefully will be a lot more helpful to anglers and just really break it down to make it mm-hmm. easier for them. Yeah. If you want to get more information, go to RiversideFishingClub.com. RiversideFishingClub.com. Jim, look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Can't wait, buddy. God bless you and all your listeners. See you next week. <laughs> all right, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. It's that time of the year to get out into the field for the Illinois Conservation Foundation's director's pheasant and quail hunt at the Wayne Fitzgerald State Park in beautiful Wren Lake area, November 29th and 30th. Treat yourself and get your hunting friends to come for two days of a guided pheasant and quail hunt with dogs, lodging, food, bird cleaning, and memories that'll last a lifetime. The event includes late morning check-in and lunch on November 29th, a full afternoon of hunting, followed by a cocktail reception, dinner, and auction in the evening. On November 30th, a morning hunt is scheduled. So sign up at ilconservation.org. That's ilconservation.org. See you there. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. 
Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat and eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Chauncey here. The 2022 Muskie Expo is coming to Northern Illinois January 7th, 8th, and 9th. Our new location is the King County Fairgrounds in St. Charles. It's a great venue, great vendors, great fun, and of course, I'll see you there. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, well, he didn't even call because we called him. (laughs) It's our good friend, Mr. Tim Mondel from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County to tell us on what's going on right in our own backyard. Timmy, what's up? Everything fall or winter. I don't know. I can't decide. I think the weather can't decide either. <laughs> you got that right. There's How's the, everything by you? There's a little nip on the bip out there, let me tell you, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Uh, we didn't feel like we didn't get fall. Summer kind of extended itself. We got about two or three weeks of decent, you know, 
of temperate fall weather. And now we're 20 degrees at the middle of the night. Whew, that's okay. We're still here. Nature's here. Mm-hmm. We're still doing programs. So, um, hey, it's still a beautiful time to get out there. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. What's going on in the Forest Preserves for November here? Sure, sure. Um, so some of the larger events, things, things um, the scales of these programs kind of get a little bit smaller as we get closer to this season. It's normal for us to do that because we can't be outside for an extended period of time necessarily. So um, we, we'll do our annual stars, stories, and s'mores. Chante, this is a series that we've done, I've been counting seven years. We've done this probably for, for six or seven years in different parts. Mm-hmm. Um, so this the one taking place on the 12th is going to be a Dan Ryan Woods Pavilion for the Southside region. Mm. Um, you know, we'll have astronomy out there, we'll do s'mores, maybe some night hikes, uh, some storytelling, and a few other night-based activities for us to enjoy the evening time, which is a rarity. Um, so we've got that coming up um, to celebrate National Recycling Day. Uh, actually, my team is going to be offering the America Recycles Day event on Saturday the 13th on the far northwest side of the county up at Deer Grove East. Mm. Uh, That's pretty straightforward, just focusing on everything, reusing, recycling. We're also going to take donations that are going to go to Wings. Um, So there's a few things going on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trailside Museum, which is out of the River Forest, more central region, they're going to have the Thanksgiving Drive and Drop Food drive. I said that correctly. Thanksgiving drive and drop food drive um, over at Trailside, like I said, Trailside Museum. So to um, ensure that we're we're following COVID protocols, uh, folks, if they're interested and they want to drop off non-perishables over to Trailside, you can just pull up, reach out of your car, give it to the staff, and drive off. Um, anything is appreciated for everybody these days. It's quite a bit of uh, surplus security, so there's, we just have to be considerate of making sure that we still do some things not necessarily nature-related, but that we're helping out the communities, and that's part of what the Forest Reserve has been doing, our department specifically. Yes, yes, for many years. Yeah. For many so, years. Um, and then good old Swallow Cliff, because people are out there exercising, so let's start using that site a little bit more. Oh, God. Uh, I know. <laughs> Yes, I'm glad you're going to exercise. I apologize how I'm putting that, but I'm glad you're going to exercise at Swallow Cliff. <laughs> oh, I have to exercise with my foot, so I hit the pedal and drive down there. <laughs> that's my form of exercise as I got older. Maybe picking up the kids here and there, but that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, Swallow Cliff, yeah. But, you know, folks, we joke a little bit about that, uh, but the reality is the Swallow Cliff has always been known to have that that exercise-based mentality because of the, the north stairs. But in that site, there's a LEED-certified building that the um, central team oftentimes programs out of. Mm. And so what they're going to be doing for, what do I have? On Wednesday the 17th is their annual, quote-unquote, crafternoon. Um, just different nature-based crafts offered to the public, all ages. We can appropriate them based on whatever age you are. It's kind of fun to get out there and, again, enjoy different sites throughout the forest reserves. Um, during the pandemic, um, folks went out quite a bit and mm-hmm. they checked out different sites because that was something big for everybody to do. And that's wonderful and inspiring. And now we want folks 
to go out and participate in some of these events because now we're kind of have a grasp on how we're going to run these programs and make sure that everybody's safe and has a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last bigger one is yeah. the Holly Day Craft Afternoon on the 30th. That's going to take place at Caldwell Woods up on the far northwest side of Chicago, right near the Superdog. So go grab a good Vienna, come on over, do some holiday-based crafts, enjoy yourself. We have a fire pit on the inside of the shelter. So it's a nice, pleasant way to spend that day, let me tell you. That sounds good. That sounds like a nice one. Go get yourself a nice super dog. Get you, you know, and and I'm, there's probably a couple of good restaurants afterwards. You after the event, you go back on a walk. Have you check out a couple of good Polish places? <laughs> <laughs> go all the way down the restaurant row. I remember back in the day when I used to to work up there. That was that was a good way to not have any more money left in your bank account. <laughs> Just keep shooting up and down that region. Oh so, gosh, that's cool. Um, yeah. Um, so speaking of eating and maybe walking at all, mm-hmm. depending on what everyone likes to do, the county has always offered different forms of hikes and walks based on what you can do, what you can't do, what you want to do. Um, we, Chauncey, the idea for us is that there's no one way for everything, obviously. So if you offer a variety of different walks and hikes, mm-hmm. maybe you'll get different types of folks that want to come out depending on it. Sometimes they're in the evening, sometimes during the day, weekdays, weekends. Um, The county will always have these walks or hikes posted on our website. But a couple of ones I did want to mention, just because they're, they're, I think they're pretty important and they're kind of fun. Yeah. Um, To celebrate, celebrate rather than stutter on that one, National Take a Hike Day. uh, That's going to be on Wednesday the 17th. We have those who are interested in the evening time. We're going to do two different walks mm-hmm. on Friday the 19th. The first one is going to be a moon walk at Little Red Schoolhouse. The other one is going to be an owl walk at Crabtree Nature Center up on the far northwest side of the county. An owl walk? An owl. I think I should call it an owl prowl. Not bad. You need to actually record that and send that to me so I can play that for my son because he'd probably love that recording. <laughs> that's good. That cool. He's and turning three. He loves everything nowadays. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. But you know what? You just said something that was important. Um, first of all, you know, so many different hikes to go on. There's a lot of people that go tell me to take a hike a lot of times. But, you know, there's, you know, doing a night hike in the Forest Preserve, it's completely different yes you've got somebody from the forest preserve district with you but it's completely different walking the trail at night 100 oh. percent and that's and, and really that's that's why we encourage people to come out to some of these nighttime events and activities because one you're not allowed to do it yeah so it's a totally different experience from the sensory standpoint 100 mm-hmm. percent different yeah. um <laughs> you know, we, we have bat sonars and scanners, so you learn about the animals and the, and the different things that are going on in that time when, when human interaction isn't taking place. It's really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, come out, dress accordingly, it's getting chillier, but come on out and do some of this stuff. It's a lot of fun. Oh, God, yes. And, John, so you're going to love this, just because um, your affinity with Sagua Environmental Nature uh, 
Learning Center, mm -hmm. but they're doing a Glacial Mysteries hike oh? on Saturday the 20th to explore that region, specifically from the, from the geology side. It's really going to be a fascinating oh. hike. You don't work on Saturdays, do you, Chancey? You're okay, right? Yeah, you can yeah. come on out. <laughs> what time does that start? Uh, that one's going to be at 10 a.m. I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> Just give them a call, let them know you're on your way, and I'm uh -huh. sure they'll hold the spot for that's, you. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they've got a few others. They do the annual turkey trout hike and mm -hmm. a fossil hike and a couple others in there. But, again, different, just different ways to get people out to do and explore and, and embrace themselves in nature and be part of it. Um, another really big thing, and this has been something going on for as long as I can remember, restoration. Um, this is a great time to get out there and help and advocate and be part of it and put your stamp on it. But from the ecological restoration progress, um, what the county's doing, it's really good. I'm really, really happy about this. They're doing a Zoom presentation on the progress from 2015 to 2020. Um, this is not only is it important for, for folks to understand the whole processes of why some areas are getting done before others or where the focus is here as opposed to there, but it's giving folks an understanding of how you can monitor it, how the impact, excuse me, that it's going to have on every species, humans, animals, flora, whatever. It, it, this is really cool. So on Wednesday the 17th, from noon to 1, you can actually sign up for it on the website, <clears> and <throat> you can be part of it to understand some of the stuff. Cool. And if I want to find out more about all the different other programs and the nature centers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The best place to go to find this stuff out for the second time around, besides you telling us about it, is where? <laughs> the Forest Reserve District website, which is spdcc.com. Sounds good to me. Mr. Mondo, I hope later on in the month you eat lots of turkey and get, uh, you know, a little tryptophan copa, uh, coma. Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. It'll probably be like that all day for myself. Uh, obviously, I wish the same for you and your listeners as well. Thank you very much. Right, you're, take care. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. It's that time of the year to get out into the field for the Illinois Conservation Foundation's Director's Pheasant and Quail Hunt at the Wayne Fitzgerald State Park in beautiful Wren Lake area, November 29th and 30th. Treat yourself and get your hunting friends to come for two days of a guided pheasant and quail hunt with dogs, lodging, food, bird cleaning, and memories that'll last a lifetime. The event includes late morning check-in and lunch on November 29th, a full afternoon of hunting, followed by a cocktail reception, dinner, and auction in the evening. On November 30th, a morning hunt is scheduled. So sign up at ilconservation.org. That's ilconservation.org. See you there. 
Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. Black and blue, yellow, yellow, the blue gill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the blue gill Everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And up, oh, the phone is ringing. It's always an interesting thing to find out who's on the phone. Oh, my goodness. It's Bobby Bergen from the 
Northwest Indiana and Illinois, but you see him in many places, Midwest outdoors, fishing tournaments for many years. Bobby is one of the true smallmouth bass anglers that I have ever met, and his favorite place to fish from, and we're going to learn about it today, is Lake Michigan. Bobby, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me on, Chauncey. Bob, you know... You live and die by Lake Michigan. You live and die by Lake Michigan. (laughs) It almost got me once, but I'm back. Yeah, I, I heard about the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about Lake Michigan is, you know, I, I remember when they were talking about, oh, a few years ago, we got a, someone caught a smallmouth. Oh, really? And then another guy caught a smallmouth. And then somebody else caught a smallmouth. And then it's like more and more smallmouth are being caught. And yes, they're in our creeks and rivers and many lakes inland, but Lake Michigan smallmouth are just exploding in Indiana and Illinois. It's definitely the only body of water in Illinois that I could say that has the population for the next state record. You know, two years ago, the state record was caught in downtown Chicago at uh, Burnham Harbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Burnham Harbor. And and that... F- they keep getting bigger every year, too. I, which... The thing about this, Bob, is yes, you can do it from a boat, but... You can also catch them from shore. Oh, definitely. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. You know? What would you... uh, Just in front of Buckingham Fountain, you know, that that hot dog stand. I get in trouble when I get hot dogs there because I get ketchup on them because I'm from Indiana. No, that's okay. I guess that's a bad thing in (laughs) Chicago. But, you know, yeah, you know, right there at the... It's called the Queens Point. Um... Queens Landing, you know, right by Burnham Harbor, and uh, the the other activities. But I mean, you know, shore boats. Where, if if you're going to look for smallmouth, where would you be looking for them? Right now, for fall. For fall, yeah. Okay, the water temps about fifty two to fifty five degrees. Mm-hmm. So this time of year, the smallmouth kind of move off the break walls, which you know, everybody thinks the break walls. Oh, they're smallmouth. Now they kind of move out. So about 10 years ago, I didn't really have the fanciest graphs or anything, but I had my underwater fishing camera. And I was uh, downtown in Chicago, and I was just messing around with the camera, dropping it down. And uh, I drift w- way far out. I started looking at the camera, and there's all these little holes in the ground. I'm like, what, what is that? And next thing I know, there's hundreds of smallmouth, and I see them picking little crayfish out of the holes. So I did some research and whatnot, and uh, the crayfish start to migrate to hibernate at around 55 degrees and keep moving further out in the mudflats. So that's one of the patterns you'd want to look for now. Because mm. uh, they move from the rocks to whatever weeds are left, and then they burrow down in the mud. Then the smallmouth just have a frenzy on them, because they're kind of tired of eating gobies. The crayfish are a little tasty. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> they got steak at home. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I never I never thought about that. That's because, as you said, you know, through the spring and summer, when you've got weed growth on the rocks that are the concrete that are shore or the rocks in, uh, in shallow water, that's where the crayfish are hiding and nibbling off the grass and everything else. And when it's all dying, and they're gonna move to another area where uh, they're gonna hibernate, the crayfish are. Uh, that's where the buffet table is. I think that was the coolest thing I ever stumbled upon. 
That, just that, seeing those little holes, like hundreds of holes, like every every uh, time I drifted past, you mm-hmm. just have to find a muddy bottom, mm-hmm. close to some rocks. You know, can't just be out in the middle of a lake, a mud bottom. You got to have a little pathway from those crayfish to move out to the mud, mm-hmm. rocks, the mud. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Now you know, are you when you're fishing for this time of the year? Are, are you bouncing the bottom for them? So what? What we use is a famous Chicago jig made by Ryan Whitaker. It's called the tightrope jig. It's just a little skirted bass jig with a a little wire to keep the rocks and stuff off of the jig. But we use about a a green pumpkin black with red flake, and that seems to be the really good fall color. Mm. And we just put a little craw in the back like a trigger craw, or you can put a darter. I like the darter. Even though they're eating crayfish, they always love the darter. I don't know why. It's a magical smallmouth bait. Mm. Okay. The poor boys, Erie Darter Junior. Get the the net craft one. The new poor boys, not so good. Mm. Okay. And and that it gets them like, hey, look, and because they're going to try, and, and if they're eating all these crayfish, because they know they're going to run into some lean times, too, you know, with winter coming. Uh, their metabolism oh, yeah. slows down, so they're going to bulk up, aren't they? Oh, definitely. If, when we're working those jigs, we kind of hold our rod down like you're working a jerkbait instead of up in the air. Because on Lake Michigan, a lot of the wind catches your line. You can't always feel all the time. Sometimes you're in 20, 30 feet of water, and you kind of want to you know, jerk it like a jerkbait, but softer. So you're making that jig puff up in the mud a little bit, look like a burrowing crayfish. Mm. Okay. That's cool. I, you know, I'm learning a lot talking to you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and and when you say you're drifting out, you I mean, you're not going out two miles or a mile, are you? No, no, no. This is all inside the har- break walls harbors. Oh, wow. You know, in the middle of them areas like that. That's interesting. That is interesting. So get an underwater camera if you ice fish. You know, mm-hmm. bring that out there, drop it down. I like seeing everything that's down there. It gives me a picture of what's down there, how the bait moves, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And how those small... And smallies are just... You know, it, I always said they're a largemouth bass with an attitude. Oh, yeah, they're mean little guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the only largemouths I've ever caught that have hit like a smallmouth bass were... Some largemouth bass that I caught, believe it or not, in the Illinois River, because they've got to be a little bit more aggressive because of the they're in a river, a big river like that. So they got yeah, to, and they're naturally more muscular from swimming in current all day. Exactly. So they they weren't just sitting in the weeds waiting for lunch to go by. They're going to find lunch, you know. And oh uh, yeah. And but I mean, you get a smallmouth on the line, and I mean. You just don't know. It's going to clear the water. If you get You're a- addicted once you get the smallmouth on the line. I I don't even think about largemouth bass anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I I can imagine because I'm just talking to you and I could see the smallie breaking water. Not once, not twice, maybe three times, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just, they really are such a resilient fish for our area. Oh, it's crazy how, uh, you know, I wasn't really alive back then, but uh, before the gobies were introduced in the lake, I've always heard that the biggest they got were two pounds, and now that the gobies are here, they got food all the time. So now we get those five-plus-pound smallmouths. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you and me catch the state record this year. Yeah. Well, 
you know, 20 years ago, 21 years ago, uh, when the Bassmaster Classic was here, uh, I interviewed Wu Davis before the, he went out fishing. And I said, well, how are you going to do this? And he, all he did, because it was summertime, he fished the break wall in front of Navy Pier. And he threw, wall. And, and he threw his jig up against the, that concrete wall and let it drop straight. And the smallmouth bass would come up and smack it. Because in the summer, like it's it's uh, twenty thirty feet out there, and it's crystal clear. You know, if you have south wind, mm-hmm. and you can just see the black lines down there, and you drop a jig or uh, a little uh, drop shot to them, and bam. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're playing Woo's Wall, yeah, Woo's Wall. When when you drop it, uh, actually, I think that then they used to call that dime pier back in the old days, way before me, way before me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm old, but not that yeah, old. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but, you know, the interesting thing is when you pull up a, a, a smallie from the bottom of Lake Michigan that's 30 feet down, uh, it, isn't there that, you know, the bladder, the air bladder decompression you got to worry about? I think it's at 38 feet, but I always keep a fizz kit just in case. Okay. Um, Some of them are pretty hardy, but it's like uh, sometimes when you get like 50 feet, I'd never do that. But like perch fishing, uh, you see a lot of the air bladder going out. Mm -hmm. But no, I've never had to visit any smallmouth on Lake Michigan. (laughs) I try to stay shallow if I can. Oh, And that's a smart thing. We we won't talk about perch fishing now. We'll talk about it next year when we talk uh, because I'll get that glaze over my eyes. Or or maybe for Perch alert. Yeah, perch alert, perch alert, perch alert. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this that's the interesting thing is how to get those smallmouth. Because when you get them, you've got them. And you learn so much. And But, you know, you're saying that you want to make, you know, a little flip with the uh, your bait when it hits the bottom so it looks like they're kicking up mud. What kind of – are you going medium action? You're not going heavy, are you? I actually use, uh, like, a 7-foot, 7-foot-2 uh, – Medium heavy bait cast rod with mm-hmm. uh, twelve pound floral. Okay, and that's where we tie those jigs on. Mm. Sometimes I throw tubes too on spinning rods, mm-hmm. like a three eighths ounce head. Most of the tightrope jigs are either a quarter ounce or three eighths ounce. Mm-hmm. But you so use... the windier it is, deeper you are, throw the three eighths. Most yeah. situations, just throw that quarter out there. Yeah. Do you have to use a? Do you like a soft tip on your rod just to get that motion going, or no? Oh, yeah. I like feeling the bottom. So I, if I'm not in the mud and I don't feel that dull dragon feeling, mm-hmm. all right, out of the strike zone. Got to recast out and find that sweet spot. Interesting. I'm, Bobby, you're, you're telling everybody that's listening this morning a lot of information. I love it. That's really cool. Hey, you can get me to spill my guts. You let me know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't want to give you all the secrets because I still know you do some tournaments here and there on the lake, and you don't want to tell. But you know what? Anybody who talks to you more than two minutes. My only goal is to get the state record of Illinois. Yep. And uh, which, I, by the way, I did hold in my hands the last state record. How nice was it? It was pretty. The chubby <laughs> little baby. Oh, he was a fat little boy. <laughs> <laughs> He looks so good. He looks so good. And uh, as a matter of fact, I've got, uh, I think I got a video of him being released. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that, that's what we want to do if we do get one. We want to release it back into the lake. Yeah. Wanna, wanna Keep it going. Go have it legitimately weighed, get it back in the lake. You know? Where would somebody go in Chicago to have it legitimately weighed? Henry's Bait, 31st and Canal Street. What if it's at like 1 in the morning? Uh... 
if it's at one in the morning, I would keep it in a cooler uh, with an aerator in it and uh, a little bit of ice. Not don't ice that, you know, don't fill it with ice, but you know, put some ice in the water to drop the water temperature a little bit and keep it in an keep an aerator blowing into it, uh, and that way you could then. You know, take it to you know Henry's first thing in the morning, uh, and uh, they're probably it, open at four, right? You know, it depends. Five. You, depending on what time of the year it is. You know, like right okay. now it's six a.m. Um, that they're doing it, but you know, and I know in the summer they open up early, but you know, you could take that you know fish in there, weigh it, um, and then uh, you know the as a matter of fact, you weigh it, have it certified, and the the last day record they had it in one of their big tanks and back until the DNR came out to look at it and say, yeah, smallmouth. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah so, Henry's will take it there. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, it's Henry's does a really good job if you have a state record fish. And, uh, you know, you never know. They, you might get a little extra prize or something from those guys. You know, I'm not saying they're going to give you something, but you never know what they're going to do, especially if it fits a state record. Because they have a number of I want records. nothing more than the title and the release of fish. That's it. That sounds so cool. Just to go in the history books. Yeah. Well, you know, Proof Bob, that you existed. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, Bob, everyone will know you for the rest of eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, uh, how about if we, we'll get you back on uh, when uh, you, are, you do a little ice fishing, don't you? Oh, yeah. I love the ice fishing. Okay. Well, when uh, we get some ice, we're going to get you back on the air here to talk about it, okay? Sounds great. Thank you again for having me on, Chauncey, and I look forward to next time. No problem, everybody. It's Bobby Bergen, uh, pro staffer for Chauncey's Great Outdoors, writes from Midwest Outdoors. You've seen him on Midwest Outdoors TV, and you've seen him fishing and at sports shows everywhere in Indiana and northwest, uh, northeast Illinois. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. of other guys and i have laughed so hard <laughs> and and i've learned so much about calling and decoying and it was like you get a college education in one morning with you guys it's just amazing it's amazing well thank Appreciate you it. thank you so much for coming on the show this morning brett thanks buddy no it's good talking to you Ever want me on again? Let me know. Uh, but uh, good luck to everybody out there. Thanks for having me on, Morrow. Yep. Excuse me, Chauncey. Chauncey. I said Morrow. I said Morrow. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, and uh, appreciate it. Have a great morning. And we'll, you know, we'll get you. We'll have you on the show when you're out in a blind. Okay. Perfect, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chauncey. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. <laughs> It's that time of the year to get out into the field for the Illinois Conservation Foundation's Director's Pheasant and Quail Hunt at the Wayne Fitzgerald State Park in beautiful Wren Lake area, November 29th and 30th. Treat yourself and get your hunting friends to come for two days of a guided pheasant and quail hunt with dogs, lodging, food, bird cleaning, and memories that'll last a lifetime. The event includes late morning check-in and lunch on November 29th, a full afternoon of hunting, followed by a cocktail reception, dinner, and auction in the evening. On November 30th, a morning hunt is scheduled. So sign up at ilconservation.org. That's ilconservation.org. See you there. 
Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person. Or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back. But with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708-325-4590 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! 
Chauncey here. The 2022 Muskie Expo is coming to Northern Illinois January 7th, 8th, and 9th. Our new location is the Kane County Fairgrounds in St. Charles. It's a great venue, great vendors, great fun, and of course, I'll see you there. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at VisitRunLake.com and EnjoyRunLake.com, BizBait, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. That's bizbait.com. Don't forget for that true Canadian experience, go to visitsunsetcountry.com. That's visitsunsetcountry.com. <laughs> segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You'll feel fresh as a lemonade setting in the shade. Whether it's hot, whether it's cool. What a spot for whistling like a fool What a fine day to take a stroll And wander vision hole I can't think Welcome back to everybody who's listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors out there. And, you know, I've been having a good time with today's show, so I hope you've been enjoying part of today's show. There's lots of stuff going on. Okay, but let's uh, get into some outdoor news information and stuff like that. Okay, first of all, the Illinois Conservation Foundation is accepting applications for the 2022 Conservation Achievement Scholarships. They give out four scholarships, $2,000 each, are available for the current school year. One of the scholarships is earmarked for a qualified applicant who is a dependent of the current employee of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. But this conservation scholarship program rewards high school students uh, who are interested in, you know, conservation stewardship, encouraging them to focus their studies and stuff on enhancing and protecting our natural resources. Can't stop. You can't be young enough to start that teaching, okay? But uh, they're going to be doing this, and they've been awarding uh, scholarships since, I think, 2005. And uh, they must be Illinois registered and a, uh, a senior in a high school in Illinois. And the applications must be received by March 1st, 2022. Detailed instructions, if you know somebody who'd like to apply for one of these, uh, can be found at the www.illinoisconservation.org, ilconservation.org, or you can give uh, the foundation a call at 217-785-2003. It's a great program. I love it, I love it, I love it. The Illinois Department of Natural Resources, as well as every 
DNR across the country because we're coming into hunting season and it is very important. I'm a hunter safety instructor myself. Uh, and next week we're going to be hearing from uh, a hunter safety uh, coordinator about the importance of safety out in the field. But if you're going out with pheasant hunting and duck hunting and all kinds, you're working at, you're shooting at a club, whatever you're doing, even at a trap range, whatever, anytime you have a firearm, you treat every firearm as if, if it's loaded and never assume it's unloaded. It's like all microphones are on. Remember that. Be sure of the target of what's in front of it and what's behind it. You always have to make sure when you're aiming what's in front and what's in behind, you keep your fingers outside of that trigger. Don't stick it in the trigger while you're doing stuff. Keep it outside the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Then you slip off the safety and put your finger in the trigger. Very important. Check the barrel uh, and ammunition to make sure that they are clear of all obstructions and uh, carry only the proper ammunition. That means if you're shooting a 12-gauge, you carry a 12-gauge shell. You don't carry your child's or your friend's 20-gauge shells in a pocket because you never know. You may get them mixed up without you thinking about it. And if you mix them up, it could be disastrous. Unload all your firearms when not in use. When you come back to the truck, whenever, unload the gun. When you're crossing a creek, unload the gun. When you're crossing a fence into another area that you're legally allowed to hunt, unload the gun. Never jump, run, climb with a loaded firearm. Always unload them. It's very, very, very important. Store all firearm and ammunition separately and safely when you're at home or in the in your car, have a separate spot, a, a locking case for both, for the gun and a locking case for the ammunition. Very, very important. Hey, real quick here, Indiana's doing a really great thing for November uh, 11th for Veterans Day. I love this. All veterans and active duty military personnel and everyone in their vehicle will be admitted to free to all DNR state parks in Indiana. Indiana, folks, remember that. Res res reservoir properties, state forest recreation areas, and state off-road vehicle riding areas on Veterans Day, November 11th. This includes admission to their Falls of the Ohio State Park Interpretive Center. Uh, the IDNR of Indiana appreciates the sacrifices and service of all of our veterans and active duty, active duty military and look forward to recognizing them with a day to explore some of the best outdoor places that you can find in Indiana. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, veterans and military personnel should have their proper ID and evidence, discharge papers, Veterans DD Form 214, uh, veteran license plates, the XPOW, Purple Heart, Disabled Hoosier Veterans, Pearl Harbor Survivor, veteran license plates are also included, Air Force Veteran, uh, Army Veteran, Coast Guard Veteran, Marine Corps Veteran, Merchant Marine Veteran, Navy Veteran, U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, Disability Award Letter, Veterans Hunting and Fishing License, Documents Showing Veterans Benefits, with the veteran's name on the document and any other certificate or verification letter or form that establishes the past and present military service. Very important. Uh, if you want more information, you can contact dnr.in.gov to get that information. But that's such a cool thing you're doing in Indiana. And I really appreciate all the, the, the help they're giving our veterans there. I, I hope all the states would do this. That's really a, a great program. Love that a lot. Okay, uh, let's talk some fishing. we got to get the Aiden Fishing Report going out here because that's really important, which is sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Papa, it's cold and windy out here, so 
we're a little bit light, so we're a little bit light <laughs> on fishing reports, but I'm going to give nicknames to my friends that gave me reports for fun. Uh, Petty the Perch, oh, Petey the Perch, not Petty the Perch, Petey the Perch said on Lake St. Clair, he, he know anglers were getting perch, were doing well. They were catching perch by Anchor Bay to the Detroit River on minnows in 12 to 17 foot of water. That's pretty cool. Uh, bass girl Linda Sue was fishing the Grand, her parents were fishing the Grand Haven uh, Pier and catching a few steelhead in, uh, on spawn in the St. Joe River. They went there the next day and they were catching lake trout while jigging up and down. Anglers were catching steelhead in the river, though, of St. Joe on spawn, which was a lot of fun. Uncle Tom was fishing the Low Charlevoix area. Got to learn how to spell Charlevoix. Uh, <laughs> he said that there were some anglers trying in the channel and a couple in the boats, but it was not a good day. <laughs> okay, Uncle Tom got skunked. In the Upper Peninsula, Bluegill Pete's parents went to Little Bay Danak and said smallmouth bass and were catching some fish with reports of large fish being taken in overwintering locations. You got to tell me where those are. Aiden, <laughs> yellow perch anglers reported a slowdown, but continued to catch a couple of fish here and there. Look to hope to see you soon. Uh, I need some more fishing stuff to use in the river until it gets ice up and really cold. We have a lot more fishing reports, but we're running out of time. So if you want to get a full report detail, you can go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Remember, Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and see our fishing report there every week. It's a video fishing report. Or you can go to Henry Sport and Bait and click on the fishing report and see that same report that they uh, rebroadcast out there. So you can see it twice if you want to. So two different locations. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, it's once again, you know, we're we're gonna have a good sounds like a good weekend, so I'm pretty excited about that. So, you know, maybe Saturday and Sunday we'll be on checking out a number of the ponds. Well, I hear the flute playing. And when we hear the flute, it means we're coming to the end of the program. And I like to leave you with the Native American proverb. And this one comes from the Muscogee Creek Nation. It says, Life, the circle, a measurement with no beginning and no end. Life, the circle, a measurement with no beginning and no end. That's very true. That's how life is. There is no beginning and there is no end. Well, I always like to tell you, please remember, be careful in the great outdoors. And remember, we're borrowing in the outdoors from our children's children, children. And we want to make sure it's there for them for many more years. And it's even better for them than it is us today. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.